Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, September 7, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? First, I have a list of stuff that we need to go over in terms of where the market is, why it did what it did today, how we benefited from it in the live trading room, and I'll mention right out of the shoot that in terms of the live trading room today, I don't think anybody was out of the money by more than three cents all day long. Nice profits today in the live room and inside the numbers. We'll get to that later. I want to start with something that went out this morning, long before the market even opened, and I titled the email that went out to subscribers today, Turn Day. Now, it really didn't turn in terms of finishing positive, but today could have been the makings of a turn day. They didn't finish terrible. They had an opportunity to go much lower this morning. Instead, they did turn around. They just didn't finish in the green, but that doesn't mean they won't have follow through. And what I'm looking at is very simple. We talked about this today in the live room, ad nauseum. We also mentioned it the other day. The low of this breakup candle is 442.46. Today's low, for example, is 442.75. And today's buy price was 442.80. How you doing? That was from the morning trade, live room, inside the numbers, all around the horn. The reason why this area was so important, and I happen to have a number just above that breakup candle low, is we go to first time, best time. What does that mean? Usually speaking, when the market visits an important place for the first time, it's first time, best time. That's your best opportunity for the bull bear battle to ensue. It's running a test, whether they come up short or they get slightly below, they're gonna rally back to it. They're gonna try like heck to close above that place on the first run. They don't always do it. This is one of those things where it happens the majority of the time, not necessarily every time. That place today was 442.46. Now, something else that I want to bring to the forefront once again for the second time is because I keep getting questions about this particular pattern. It's called a head and shoulders pattern, and I want to draw it out, and I want to talk through it for a moment. If you have a neckline with a left shoulder over here, a head, and a right shoulder, what's called in development, it's not a right shoulder. And technically speaking, this pattern that could produce much lower prices, it's not anything to watch. It's not a pattern that's active until or unless... They come below the trend line and close daily below the trend line. We don't know whether that will or won't happen anytime soon. What we do know is we do not, and I emphasize the not part, we do not have an existing head and shoulders pattern as dozens and dozens of traders continue to talk about. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. Let's talk about something else now. Next week is what's called quadruple witching regular way options expiration week. Now that's a mouthful. What does it mean? Options expire every day. I know that. But traditionally speaking, 
the week of regular way options expiration week, which is the third week of each and every month. So the options will expire at the end of the week. Those are the regular way options. And by the way, we have quad witching, which means all the asset classes are expiring on the quarterly option expiration. Now, remember what I always say, weird stuff happens during options expiration week, be on guard. With that said, let's say the market does not have follow through tomorrow, for example. Let's say it has a reverse back down or continues lower and it continues lower into early next week. Here's the setup. Call it a schematic. Market trades down into options expiration week, maybe down on Monday, maybe even down at least part of the day on Tuesday. Mind you, turn around Tuesday. All of a sudden, somewhere along the line, they flip it. They issue some pies in the face for the traders that are piling on the short side, head up for about half, if not the rest of options expiration week. We don't know that that will happen, but that kind of stuff does happen. It's awareness. Put it on a sticky note. Why do I think that's a little bit extra important this time around? Well, you know how I like to work with cycles. I like to work with tinfoil hat stuff. There happens to be something of importance, something of interest mid next week. So I'm saying be on guard. If the market's trading up into these time frames, we could get a turn back down. The market's trading down into these time frames, we could get a bounce back up. It's awareness. It's nothing to do ahead of the event. It's an awareness for what's happening into the event. One more thing. What happens if they do hit the market again tomorrow? What's a number to watch out for? Only if they get below today's low. And by the way, inside the number members, will have the numbers in between. We'll have all the numbers in the sequence in both directions as we always do. But I'm going to give you the easy one in this video, which is the big fat round number of 440. Sounds too easy, but there are reasons why that place is important. Write it down. Put it on a sticky note. What about inside the numbers? So these are the zero dark 30 notes. The market leaked lower after I posted these notes. So we'll see what happened as things get closer to the opening bell. But what I urge you to do is pause the video, read the notes, and go back to the chart to certainly double check the work. Even though we had these numbers which the market got below, I want to point out the importance. You're going to focus on 445. You're also going to focus on 444.40. Repeat, 444.40. We think better in pictures, so right of the vertical is today's activity. The horizontal line running across the screen is, in fact, 444.40. And the high in this candle is exactly 444.40. Keep with me. There's a method to the madness. Remember, pause it. Read the notes, go back to the chart, and double-check the work. So at 8.55, here we go. Once again, the thieves in the morning have already paid a visit to an important place. 4.42.80 is such a place. Below and the next place down is 4.41.80. And then if you get below that, we have the 4.40, which we didn't need today. However, we will focus on 4.42.80 down to 4.41.80 creates a zone. So the way we treat it in the live room and inside the numbers is 
if a trader is willing to buy the top of the zone, they're willing to buy the lower part of the zone or in the middle, and therefore it's not for the one entry, or as I like to call them in the live room, the one trick pony. If you have multiple entries, that's how you do it. We had Uber, a lot of participation at 442.80 in the live room today. Now watch this. The low in this candle happens to be 442.81. Now we know of the give or take and we have traders that are getting in right when they start to approach the number. They've seen the give or take before. Sometimes they come up short. Other times they spike them through. We're not going to split hairs over pennies. So you turn around and I say something like this. All right, let me know who's long. And all of a sudden, the chat box in the live room just lights up with a litany of traders and we knew where the exit was. Where was it? First, we're going to take a scalp at five to seven points. That turns it into a risk-free, emotionless trade. Then the next exit was exactly 444.40 or in front of it, preferably because that's the way we trade. You want to sell into the rising market and therefore we're out at 444.40 and what they do came back to take care of what? The unfinished business. What did we have down at the unfinished business? We had a play it again Sam situation. What's a play it again Sam situation? That's the situation where they spike the low and rip it back up in the other direction. Sometimes they spike it by a few pennies. Other times they may spike it by 30 cents, 50 cents, and maybe even down to the next number, but we know the numbers. So if traders are willing to play the play it again, Sam trade, they're beginning to enter the trade on a spike of the low. And what happened there? Another litany of traders got paid accordingly for the rip back up in the other direction. It was what we call in the live trading room today, a bonanza. And by the way, it wasn't just the live trading room. Plenty of traders participated from the early notes, inside the numbers. It's all around the board. I get a lot of emails and I appreciate it. I love to know the successes. It makes me feel good. Why? Because it's working. What's working? This is working. I'm teaching traders how the market works and they're able to enter the trades having a comfort zone for themselves. When you enter a trade uncomfortable, it's a recipe for bad decisions. It's a recipe for disaster. Why? Because you're looking for reasons to exit the trade if you're uncomfortable. If you understand the numbers, you understand the concept. Listen, in the live room today, we talked about the reasons why there was an important place down there. So once you know why, we talked about that large breakup candle low from the daily chart. That's the area we were in. The first buy is a little bit ahead of it. The next buy is a little bit below it. And guess what? We didn't need two buys. They just bounced right off the actual calculated number. Apples, you like them apples. This was all posted before the opening bell. So 921, net, net, 442.80 down to 441.80 is a zone of support. There should be a bounce back in the other direction from that zone. You have to know the risk. You have to know the other side. So I give it to you each and every day. 444.85 is overhead resistance. Let's go check that one out. Now the line was moved up to 444.85 and guess what? That was also overhead resistance. You see how this works? One number at a time, one trade at a time, one exit at a time. All this laid out before the opening bell. Read the notes. 
pause the video, go back to the chart to double check the work. So here we go, 936, nice trade. The rest is trader's choice. 444.40 and then 444.85 is also overhead resistance. And you see how this works. Just a few minutes into the day with the pre-market setup, I'm giving you everything you need. Pause the video, read the notes. It's all in here each and every day, all morning long. This is a morning business. Double check the work. See if this is something that's right for you. What about stocks on the move today? We had three that hit their entry objectives and three did not. The ones that did not are off the board. They're considered no trades. We'll take a look at Apple, Skywork Solution, and Sticks. First one up, Apple getting another haircut at the opening bell today. You can see the two numbers, 175.80, 174.05. They went to the second number, bounced back in the other direction. And what happens when the stock opens below the first number? It's off the board. That was the number. Nice rip. We had a lot of participation in the live room and inside the numbers. Well done. Nice trade in Apple. There's the zone in Skyworks. This one was getting pretty hard. We had about a $3 zone from about 100 down to 97 and change. You see what happened. They came into the zone. They bounced back to the first number, hovered around the middle place. But if you followed the rules, you got the trade. Base hits put you in the Hall of Fame. You pile up the base hits. And the rest is history. Same routine for sticks. Haircut at the open. You see the numbers. Came right into all of them. Bounced back in the other direction to where? Back to the first number. Can't get above the first number. You know that it's weak and therefore it's susceptible to come back down. That's precisely what happened. But either way, if you just painted by the numbers, you got the trade. What's going on over in Camp IWM? We talked about 184. We talked about 184 last night, I believe. We talked about it in the live room today. We had some traders that took a trade around 184 in the uh, IWM. And they really didn't give you much off that number. They gave you support. They gave you the attempt at a bounce, but they never really had any intraday follow-through stayed weak all day. So we know two things. Support and resistance has two phases. Phase number one is the market stops going in the direction that it's going. Phase two is it either goes sideways, which was basically the case today for Camp IWM. The other thing is it goes back up in the other direction, and that's not what happened by and large today in the IWM. So they are weak. There is relative weakness in the IWM. If markets are going to get hit tomorrow, for example, you're going to run the test of testing these lows run the risk, I should say, of testing these lows. And here comes Irene, below all the moving averages. Your last line of defense is this low here, 181.61. Now you have other supports slash other pivots down here, but keep in mind, the market already came down and ran a test in the vicinity of these pivots. So do we want those pivots again as new trades? Well, if they're going to spike the low and rip it back up in the other direction, this is your only chance over here. But this is really an Irene situation. You have another lower high. They got above all the moving averages and miserably failed. So you have to take the market at face value. Doesn't mean they won't have a bounce next week. Weird stuff happens during options expiration week. But we have to take the market at face value today. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Buttigieg's crew. They're kind of hovering in no man's land. Let me explain. So you have a 100 period moving average down here. You have a big breakup candle where the low is below the 100 period moving average. 
What's inside of here? How much of this candle, if at all, are they going to retrace or are they going to run a test of the lows? We talked about this, I believe, last night or maybe the night before. You have this area here where you have a former pivot. It runs right around the same place as that breakup candle low, a little higher, this daily chart breakup candle low. So the market ran up and pulled back and then busted through. Are you coming back to test the former breakout area and the vicinity of that breakup candle low? So on a further flush, if you will, of the transports, that's an area that we would be expecting a bounce. And oh, by the way, in case you were wondering, might want to fire up the sticky notes. It's right around 15,000. It's a big fat round number. There are no accidents or coincidences. Just things that make logical sense. What about the Q people? Well, let's compare and contrast. So with the Q people, they never got to the equivalent breakup candle low. They just retraced about half of it and they bounced today in front of that 20 period moving average. So they're in no man's land. They could go test the lows tomorrow. They could go fill the gap, which is left open tomorrow. Either way, they could do both. We don't know, but they're in the middle of no man's land. So here's the line in the sand. The low is 366.23. Start getting below that, and they will go for some unfinished business right around 364. Write that down. Put it on a sticky note. You might have to get another pad. How about the XLF? What are they doing? For the second day in a row, they're hovering around the test of the breakup candle low. Which one are we talking about? Right in here. They tested it yesterday. They bounced off of it. They did not get below today, but they're hovering. So if they get below, that opens the door for a different kind of tape because they'll be below the 200 period moving average. There's a gap down here below, just below 34 get below that and they start getting in real trouble land stay above the breakup candle low above the 200 start getting back above some of these other moving averages and they may be cooking something in the financials we don't know just yet it's kind of a mush market at present how about a case in point smash mouth now i'm going to go back to something we discussed earlier in the video first time best time and use this as a fantastic example First, they were hovering around this breakdown candle high. Tried to get through, tried to get through, tried to get through, hovered around, and then instead of continuing to eat time off the clock to build more energy to get through, they just fell apart. Okay, fair enough. That's not the lesson. This is the lesson. 149.93 is what? It's the breakup candle low. So some markets come up short, other ones spike them through, First time, best time, they want to fight back. They don't want to close below a place like that on the first run. And therefore, you see it in action. We talk about it in another market. We talk about it all the time in the live room. And here it is, first time, best time, a great example off a daily chart. Breakup candle low, they spiked it, rallied back. And when you look at it from a shorter time frame, that's a nice trading opportunity, isn't it? From an intraday scalp with potential day trade type situation, not bad. It turns the beginning of a trade risk-free. You have an emotionless trailer when you're taking a trade and holding something like this past just a day trade. I'm not saying to or not to do that. I'm just projecting out a little bit saying, hey, what can we do with this stuff? Knowledge is power. Hey, if I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, 
These videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.